Our first speaker is Christopher J. Palladino, President, AC DevCo. Chris, who has extensive experience and success in the public-private urban revitalization of New Brunswick, is leading the newly formed entity, Atlantic City Development Corporation. AC DevCo was recently established to serve as a vehicle for public-private economic development here in Atlantic City. Chris will discuss the organization's plans for the city and give us a flavor for his successes in helping New Brunswick achieve a remarkable renaissance. We're so glad to have Chris with us this morning. Please join me in welcoming him. Chris Palladino. Chris. Thank you. Um, I am very optimistic. Um, and fortunately, when the mayor took um, his literary license and recommended reading John Kennedy's book. I'm glad it wasn't Dickens, um, but it certainly is not the best and worst of times. Over the past 20 years, um, we at the New Brunswick Development Corporation have followed a paradigm uh, that essentially builds broad public-private partnerships to address unmet public policy goals. Uh, our projects have built uh, public infrastructure, governmental infrastructure projects, hospitality, office, higher education, housing, both uh, market, affordable student housing, um, retail, laboratory spaces, and, um, and, and, and public transportation projects. Um, we've successfully completed projects such as uh, the Gateway Project in New Brunswick. It's $250 million. It's 1.2 million square feet. It integrates mass transportation, retail, fitness and wellness, um, office, public spaces, and we did this by cobbling together a partnership that included Rutgers, the New Jersey Economic Development Authority, the County of Middlesex, the New Brunswick Parking Authority, the Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, Rutgers Medical School, the private sector, Barnes & Noble, to do some pretty significant development. We're now finishing uh, the College Avenue Redevelopment Initiative, um, which represents $330 million in investment in New Brunswick. We've created a new New Brunswick Theological Seminary, a new building for the Hillel at Rutgers is going up. We've built new academic spaces. We opened the first residential Rutgers Honors College last year. We're building new academic spaces and some great public spaces. This is actually my favorite. 500 Rutgers students will move in here in August. We've got 18,000 square feet of retail. Um, and probably most exciting is there's a 350 square foot, six millimeter outdoor LED board that will kind of uh, be a centerpiece for the park. So when I started looking at Atlantic City, when we started looking at Atlantic City, uh, we started with the proposition that we had to start treating Atlantic City like a real city, um, like Camden, Newark, New Brunswick, using the tools that have been afforded urban areas statewide to move those urban spaces forward. Um, instead of talking, at least from the Atlantic City DEFCO standpoint, looking for the next resort silver bullet, we started to look block by block, neighborhood by neighborhood, and how you can generate significant economic redevelopment. How do you create jobs? How do you create critical mass? How do you leverage investment? How do you look to do shared uses? How do you, in this instance, in the Chelsea neighborhood, benefit from strategies that were working in other New Jersey cities? And I was told, you can't do that in Atlantic City. People told me, there's no Johnson & Johnson. The city and its government is dysfunctional. 
The county will never step up to the plate and participate. Chris Stockton isn't Rutgers or Rowan. People don't want to live there, and the corporate community abandoned that city years ago. It was pretty daunting. It was a little depressing. And then I realized that nobody, nobody that was saying this to me was from Atlantic City, was from Atlantic County, or was from South Jersey. So what happened? Well, South Jersey Industries and South Jersey Gas sought us out and said, how can we help? Mike Renna, Jeff DeVoys, and their board said, we belong back in Atlantic City, and we're ready to make a stand. We want to relocate and grow South Jersey gas in Atlantic City. And by the way, what other financial help can we give to the process in the early part of the process? We asked Mayor Guardian and the city council to meet some very fast and tight timelines with respect to approvals, and they have met every one of those deadlines. We met with the county executive, Dennis Levinson, and freeholder chair, Frank Formica. And before the meeting could even start, the county executive said, how can we help? Um, Howard Kyle has shepherded us through the county and the Atlanta County Improvement Authority process, and Freeholder Formica has moved us through the legislative process at the Freeholder Board. And Harvey Kesselman said, you're right, Chris. We're not Rutgers. We're not Rowan, we're better than that. And he and his team rolled up his sleeves and got to work. We completed a feasibility study that showed that Stockton students were chomping at the bit to experience an urban lifestyle by the ocean. So what do we have? Not only the most significant public, we, what we have is the most significant public-private partnership that's now ongoing in the state of New Jersey. It includes South Jersey Gas, the city, the mayor, the council, Atlanta County, the ACIA, Stockton University, the NJEDA, Citigroup, the Atlantic City Development Corporation, and with the assistance of the New Brunswick Development Corporation. Uh, I'm going to leave to my colleagues uh, the ability to kind of look to talk about some of the specifics of this. But this is going to make the Chelsea neighborhood a very different place by the fall of 2018. By the fall of 2018, actually this spring, we'll break ground on 700,000 square feet that represents over $210 million in investment in the three blocks of that Chelsea neighborhood. Property taxes will go from $250,000 annually to a little over $1.5 million. It'll be built by more than 1,000 working men and women of the trades. In fact, yesterday, at the Atlantic City PAL, our first class of training to hire program that our contractor, uh, JJS, in partnership um, with the faith-based and various community groups, first 15 Atlantic City residents started a training program. And when they get through that training program, just about the time we're ready to start construction, They'll go to work for our contractor and our subcontractors in the neighborhood where they live. And maybe most importantly, sometime in the winter of 19, when the crowds from the summer have gone, there will be 1,500 people at that intersection 
students, employees, staff, faculty, visitors, who will be coming and going. That's really why I really have uh, reasons to be optimistic. Public-private partnerships not only can work in Atlantic City, but our partners have proven that they are. So thank you. I'm going to yield the rest of my time to Mr. Two minutes, 20 seconds.